And now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, everyone's social media friend, it's Deb Creer. Every week, Deb talks with the movers and shakers, the experts, the best of the best in social media, bringing you all of the latest tips, techniques, and trends for successfully using social media. In social media, there's only one constant, Deb Creer. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I am so excited today because we have a return guest, which means this person has great information. You know, you you have good stuff. You get to come back more than once. So joining me again today is Christian Karasevich. So welcome, Christian. Thanks a lot, Deb, for having me back. Perfect. Well, let me tell folks a little bit about you. So Christian is a consultant and public speaker on social media, internet marketing, and technology. He can often be found glued to his Apple iPhone or offering his time to individuals and business owners to help them develop, create, and put into action a successful marketing campaign. With over 10 years of experience across social media, e-commerce, internet marketing, personal branding, affiliate marketing, and related technologies, Christian strives to create meaningful social media campaigns that help businesses connect and engage with their customers and to keep them coming back. Christian has created social media campaigns across a variety of different industries, ranging from online retailers, medium and small businesses, to individual products, celebrities, musicians, athletes, defense contractors, news organizations, fashion designers, and jewelry designers. So welcome back, Christian. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Well, what I want to talk about today is something that you have really started doing a lot of, and we're going to to develop to delve into that. But you've started doing what's new in social media. And I think that's so important because we get caught up in the, oh, we can only use Facebook, or we can only use LinkedIn, or we can, and you know, all of those things. And there's so many cool platforms out there. Now the platforms come, the platforms go. And of course, the trick is sometimes we do have to pick because there are so many different platforms. But I really wanted to talk to you about some of the new ones. And, you know, as I mentioned, you you have these uh, features where you're talking about the new things and you're doing that through Social Chef. So tell us a little bit about Social Chef. Okay, so uh, the website is socialchefs.com. Basically, Mm -hmm. it's a training website. You know, my goal of the site was to put together... Um, social media content, whether it's tutorials, you know, very short tutorials that I like to call social snacks. So this would be something okay. that's say under five minutes uh, mm-hmm. where I, I might show you how to do something um, all the way up to, you know, more long form content, you know, for something like that. I might go into something like eight ways to use a certain technology for business. Wow. And on top of that, I've created um, a third tier, I guess I'd say. And that tier mm-hmm. is called social chatter. And that's kind of what you alluded to here a minute ago, which is basically it's a weekly show that I do where I go over what's new and hot in social media for that week. Mm-hmm. And for something like that, I basically go over, you know, if there are three, maybe five items, I'll go over those items. I'll talk about why they're important. And then at the end of the show, I like to give everyone some tips, whether it's, you know, some new tools that I've come across or some additional tips to help them in their business. Right. You know, and, and you mentioned that this is a show and you've been using one of the coolest new platforms out there and that's called Blab. And that really, Blab really is something that seems to be catching on. So talk to us about Blab and tell us what it is and how we get involved and then we'll just start working our way through the questions. So Blab, Blab is live streaming video. So you've probably heard mm-hmm. of Periscope and Meerkat, like those came out, or sorry, and Google Hangouts, like all those tools, you know, mm-hmm. they came out and people started jumping on them. Um, I actually didn't jump on Periscope or Meerkat when it came out. I was like, okay, let me kind of, you know, feel this thing out. And mm-hmm. then Blab came along. And so basically what Blab is, it's live streaming video. So I can start basically what's called a show. Okay. And that show can be about pretty much whatever I want to make it about. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically on a webcam. I can do it from a desktop, a mobile uh, device. And I'm basically able to then talk to anyone who is subscribed to my channel. They can follow the show. 
Um, they can find it through Twitter, anywhere else I'm sharing it or promoting it. Now, what's really great, though, is that it's not just me on the show. So I can basically run a live streaming video of just myself, or mm -hmm. I can add up to four people. And basically, wow. um, it's really neat because I could start the show as myself. You know, in this case, I actually have a co-host that works with me. We can mm -hmm. both start the show and then we can open up two additional seats to where, for example, whatever topic we're talking about, we might want to bring in special guests or mm -hmm. heck, we could have you on one of the blabs. So we could be talking about, say, Facebook Signal, which came out last week. Mm hmm. And we could bring you in because maybe you actually have experience with using it. So this way we're able to blab about this and we can rotate those seats as much as we want. You know, mm -hmm. so we can make it, you know, almost like a, we have our own little talk show, which is pretty awesome. Cool. Now, is there a limit to the number of people who are just watching it? Um, I'm not aware of a limit. I've seen a couple of blabs that have had a thousand people on it. Wow. Um, it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, I've used it mainly on the desktop. You know, I think the mm -hmm. desktop works a lot better than say, if I'm trying to run a blab from a mobile device, but you know, overall I haven't, I haven't run into any caps or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and of course the cool thing is, and you know, this is always one of the things that I love. It's free. Mm -hmm. So say somebody, you know, wants to get started on blab. What's the first thing that they do? So very simple. So all they have to do is go to blab.im. Mm -hmm. There, they just have to log in with their Twitter accounts. So it's going to okay. authorize um, with Twitter. Okay. So they have to have a Twitter account to do um, it. I log in. I usually like to log in with my social channels, but that's only mm -hmm. because, you know, I like to kind of keep things in sync. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so it, yeah, they do give you the option to, um, you can sign in with Twitter um, or you can just uh, stay logged out. So okay. I recommend the tweet part, but there's a reason why. So, okay. um, I guess I should, let me elaborate on that first. So blab.im, I sign in with mm -hmm. Twitter. Basically, I authenticate with my Twitter account. It's going to take me back to Blab. Really awesome. Um, the reason why I authenticate, though, with my Twitter account is because on that Blab, it's not just me showcasing a video and then having, like, in the same window, a section for people to, you know, ask questions and post comments and things like that. But mm -hmm. there's also a sidebar where you can tweet about things that are happening in that Blab. Oh. So it's really neat. So I could say, say, say I started the show. In this case, it's social chatter. I use the hashtag social chatter. I can click and tweet about this while I'm, you know, in the middle of this blab. Cool. Alternatively, though, what's really great is I can click that same link. And if I'm talking about, for instance, uh, let's say Instagram ads, mm -hmm. I could change that tweet and include my hashtag that I've created for my show. And it will link people back into my blab. So ah. that's one of the main reasons why you'll want to link it to Twitter, because then you have that seamlessness there. You can mm -hmm. be using Blab, but if there's certain things that are really great during the show, you can be sharing things or your guests who are also on Blab can um, leverage Twitter to basically bring more people into the show. Nice. I'd like to say it's almost like a revolving door because, you know, you're doing your live streaming uh, video, you know, your show, but you could have your guest. You know, if you say something really great, they might tweet it out. Uh, they might join it and be like, you know what? Hey, I've never been on this show before. And mm -hmm. by them tweeting it out, it'll also then, you know, help like reach their followers and bring more people into the show. So you have a constant influx of people. Um, you know, you may start off with a small amount of, mm -hmm. you know, viewers. And, you know, as more people are starting to share that through their, you know, in this case, their Twitter account and leverage, you know, say tens of thousands of followers, you could end up with a ton of people watching your show. Right. Now, are all the shows public or is there a way to make it, say, your, just your company sales team? Um, they're all public right now. But what's really neat about Blab, and so I think is, is one thing that really makes it stand out, is the founders as well as some of their support staff, like they're constantly asking people for feedback on you know, what mm -hmm. kinds of products, well, what kinds of features we can add to the um, tool. They're also there, like I was on one last week and they jumped on my blab just to ask us a question. They were talking about, you know, people that were marketing through their blab, i.e., mm -hmm. you know, oh, did somebody come on here and they were, you know, pushing a bunch of affiliate links or something, right? Ah. You know, and so it was a really interesting conversation because, you know, most companies, you rarely get to speak with 
the people that, you know, have helped build this or their support staff, you know, mm-hmm. and they have a very active support staff. I mean, they're, they've been great. I mean, um, you know, not just that, but like I, um, I actually put out a guide in the last few days on how people can customize their blab show. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I had, and it got us into a conversation where we were talking about, you know, on blab, well, Hey, you can only have one image that you can put for your whole show. Is it possible that maybe we could do it where if I schedule out different shows, I can mm-hmm. have an individual image. And they said, you know what, Hey, mm-hmm. that's actually a good idea. We're going to try to get it out in the next uh, release. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I find that to be really just amazing that, you know, that they're so open to making updates and listening to cool. the audience once. Well, and I could see companies really using it, especially if they have people in multiple locations. You know, that kind of was one of the attractions of the, the Google Hangouts was you could have your salespeople all over everywhere, but you could have, you know, just the, just the, the Hangout and then they didn't have to travel. They didn't have to do anything. Um, so hopefully Blab will make it so that you can have private or public or invitation only or, you know, whatever they, they end up calling it. Yeah, I, I think that would be a really great feature. By the way, if you do want to suggest that to Blab, you can tweet them at Blab and huh. they're, um, I sent them actually a couple of feature, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of ideas today on some things, but you know, that's something that if you want to, you could tweet them. They're very cool. responsive to that. So why would businesses want to use this? So this is where like, Blab really stands out. So if I'm a business owner, this, you know, this is a communication tool. It's not just like, okay, like I'm broadcasting myself to, you know, to everyone. Like, yes, I'm doing that. But I think Mm -hmm. where the value is, is that there's really no rules to how you use it. Right. And that's kind of what kind of got me started with doing my weekly social media updates. I said, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm going to put this together probably in a blog post. But when I do something on Blab, basically I, you know, I could say, okay, I'm going to have a 30 minute show. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I have to obviously hold myself to the 30 minutes. I had one last week that went for two and a half hours, mm-hmm. you know, cause people kept coming on, but you know, <laughs> it, and no worries. I mean, that, that's one of the great things. Like it just really kind of, like I said, it's a revolving door. Um, right. But you know, I could say, you know what, I'm going to do a 30 minute show and it's going to be every Friday, you know, at this time. And mm-hmm. on that show, I've, you know, I've created in my case, like show notes of everything that I'm going to talk about. Like what are the new items this week? Uh, what are the tools? Do I have my links mm-hmm. ready? Things like that. And so that way, if you know, I can talk about them, but I can bring people in that mm-hmm. might know more about that particular item. So um, right now, you know, here's the thing. Right now, a lot of people that are using it are in marketing. You got a lot of right. social media marketers on there. Um, you've got a lot of you know uh, just direct marketers are on there as well. You know that type of thing. But most businesses though, they they can really get on there and create their show for whatever they want. Like mm-hmm. if I'm a um, let's just use an example. Let's see. Um, let's say I sell makeup. Okay. Okay. I could put together potentially a tutorial, like just a show doing a tutorial on how to do a certain, um, look, for example, mm-hmm. like I could show people, you know, like, Hey, here's how you apply, you know, was it, uh, you know, foundation, mascara, concealer, mm-hmm. lipstick, whatnot. Um, I could show you know, I'm using my webcam, hope, you know, hopefully you got a good webcam, but you could show them, Hey, you know what, this is the look we're going to create today. Um, you know, you could immediately show somebody how that actually, you know, is put together, talk about maybe the products you're using. And then, you know, it gives you a way to connect, I think, with your customers. So mm-hmm. like if, if my, you know, ideal customer is, you know, is interested, you know, in the products that I'm talking about, or they have questions on things or like, you know, heck, maybe they've got a certain, um, you know, maybe they got some certain, you know, a, a certain skin color or whatnot. And they're like, hey, what do you recommend for this type of complexion? Okay. Um, you know, they could immediately get those questions answered. That's where I think mm-hmm. the, the beauty is, you know, in using Blab. Uh, in addition to that, though, so that's that's one way you could use it. Um, like I said, I'm using it for a weekly show. You know, it's the second mm-hmm. way. Um, if I'm a customer support team, this, I think, would be a really great way. For instance, um, let's say I get the same questions every week. Okay. And, at the, you know, let's, let's say everybody's always asking me, you know, hey, um, I have this certain type of product. How do I set this thing up? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Instead of, you know, obviously, yes, you can reply with like a canned email or something like that. You can put together a blog post that will help you as well. Um, that would be, you know, more long term. But maybe, you know, if you notice like, hey, at the end of the week, I, I've got a bunch of people that are asking the same question. Let me bring that. Let me invite those customers to come on to like a, a quick little video call with me. 
And I will actually answer all of their questions because typically, oh. you know, one question will typically lead to many questions, you know? Right. Uh, and there's never any unique questions no. anymore. If one person has the question, somebody else has the question. Right. So you can use it as like a, a you know, a broad topic to talk about that. Um, in addition to that, though, then, you know, you could, you know, you can use it to answer some other questions that may come up. And mm -hmm. I think, honestly, this is a very good use of time for a business because, you know, I'm not just putting together a blog post, a blog post that might have to be updated, you know, that sort of stuff, um, you know, because something might have changed. Um, mm -hmm. I could do it that way. Um, another way you can use this, though, let's, let's talk about blogging real quick. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are into blogging, right? But right. it takes a lot of time to create that content. Mm -hmm. And this, I think, is another area where Blab really excels is that I can use Blab to create that content. So, ah. for example, um, I could, you know, maybe I put together a blog post on a particular topic, right? Mm -hmm. um, I could use Blab as, like, my actual Blab could be the blog post itself, right? Right. Um, so almost like a video blog. Right, exactly. Uh, so that's one thing you could do. But what's also really great, though, is we could flip it around and let's do the opposite. Let's say say I wrote an article on a particular topic, right? Say it was, mm -hmm. um, here's an example, eight ways to use Blab for business. Ah. Okay. I could then hold a Blab, almost like a book club type thing, where we're discussing those eight ways. Oh, okay. So that way, you know, I, I'm I'm taking this, you know, this idea, you know, whatever this content is that I've created, and I'm able mm -hmm. to, like, turn it into something else. Like, I can, you know, mm -hmm. I can pull a certain facet out and say, okay. Um, every Monday I'm going to publish a blog post and over on, you know, blab every, you know, Monday at like, you know, say 12 o'clock, we're mm -hmm. going to chat for 30 minutes about this post. Cool. And I can make that almost like a recurring thing. So that way somebody might come across my content, say in search, but mm -hmm. I could, you know, they can actually get to know me as the author, um, using blab as opposed to like just right. reading what I've written, you know? Well, and there is something about actually seeing someone's face you know, even if they're talking to a thousand people or 10 mm -hmm. or, you know, just you, it is different when you're seeing somebody's face. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, speaking of that, are they only seeing your face or can you share your, your screen, you know, like, like more like a webinar type of thing, or is it, is, they can only see your face? So right now they can only see your face. There is a workaround mm -hmm. that it's a whole other tool. I haven't quite ventured into trying it out yet because it's, <laughs> it's basically a hack. Uh, mm -hmm. to be able to share your screen. I would absolutely love to be able to have the option to share my screen. Um, right. Because then you could give webinars. I mean, you could do all sorts of that things. That will be just amazing because I could use that for so many things. I could actually use that to, you know, uh, you know how like you read like say a tutorial on, on how to do something, right? And right. you get to something and you're like, well, I'm stuck. What's the next mm -hmm. logical step? Well, let me leave a comment, right? Mm -hmm. Or let me go find that person on social media. Let me Let me send them a tweet or let me send them a message. Well, hey, if mm -hmm. that person's, you know, say they're in the middle of something or, you know, they get, you know, hundreds of comments on the same thing, they're eventually going to get to your comment, right? Mm -hmm. But that's where I think having Blab, like, in place can be really useful because, you know, I can take that and, you know, and I can actually, it's almost like I have a, a living and breathing, like, uh, tutorial that I can give you. Mm -hmm. uh, now, this is actually something I, I didn't quite mention yet, but here's another cool thing about Blab. So when you do these Blabs, you know, yes, it's a live video streaming, but mm -hmm. at the end, they give you an embed code. So uh -huh. I can, for instance, create another, like in this case, this is what I do with my social chatter uh, mm -hmm. blab. I basically record my blab, you know, I, I do my blab on, say, Fridays. And then mm -hmm. at the end, um, I get, you know, an embed code. And right. I can either A, embed that directly on my, on a blog, which basically has all the show notes and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, I can also download the video, upload Ooh. it to YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, there's also a way that you can upload right to YouTube as the Blab finishes. Okay. And they even give you an audio version as well. Wow. So this is where we get into podcasting. So mm -hmm. uh, basically, you know, you have like, depending on whatever you do with this content, like let's go back to that makeup example I talked about. If I'm mm -hmm. giving you a tutorial on how to do something, I could do my, you know, do my live streaming of my Blab, like awesome. Mm -hmm. It's finished. I've, I've worked with that audience. Okay. Well, let's say there's people that missed it. Well, Hey, let me, let me upload that to my YouTube channel. So I've got content that's populating my YouTube channel. Um, let's say then that I, you know, I have this awesome tutorial put together. Well, let me write something up about this potentially and mm -hmm. embed that blab. So that way that blab or that YouTube video that you basically have created, let me embed all of that. 
And then now mm -hmm. I have essentially three pieces of content. Wow. And I can take the audio version, you know, and obviously right there, I have a podcast. So mm -hmm. I have four pieces of content off of one uh, video, basically. Nice. Now, since you can download the video, mm -hmm. can you then edit it? You can. Ooh. Now, the quality of the video, the ones at least I've downloaded, they've been about 640 by 480. So it's it's fairly low resolution. Okay. But, you know, I, I think for, you know, video streaming, I think that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, it accomplishes... Uh, what you need to accomplish. Like we're not looking right. for like, you know, 4K video or high def, ultra high def, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But yes, so you can edit the video. I actually do that with um, some of the videos that I, uh, you know, for my social chatter episodes. Mm -hmm. I, you know, what I typically do is um, I go through, you know, I might try to color correct it if it needs a little bit. And then mm -hmm. I try to add a fade in or a fade out at the end. And, right. you know, if the audio, the audio turns pretty good. Um, if mm -hmm. I need to make any adjustments to that, I'll make those adjustments. So, right. But you can, you know, like you said, you can fade in and fade out. Yeah. So you can have your logo at the start. You can have call to actions, yeah. you know, all those various things. Um, and also, and, by the way, when you get done with your blab, you know, not only is it, you know, not only do you get the, you know, embed code and the download link and that sort of stuff, but they also archive it over on blab as well. So for instance, mm -hmm. if you go to blab.im slash social chefs, you'll see, mm -hmm. you know, the episodes that I've recorded. Now those obviously are unedited. You know, okay. it bases whatever anyone has talked about on the show. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, nice. so that's, so that's blab. I mean, overall, I mean, it is a, I mean, there's just, there's so many things that you could do with this. And I think we barely even scratched the surface on, you know, on how this tool is going to work. Right, right. Well, and you know, I'm looking at blab right now and it shows you who is on the air. Now, you know, is there a way for me to kind of filter all of that? Because there's all sorts of stuff that's just showing up here. So can I tell it, oh, you know, I really only want to see blabs that are about social media or about marketing or, you know, whatever I'm interested in. Or am I going to see everything they've got right now? Um, so right now, off to the left-hand side, you will have an option to filter your tagging. Filter okay. by tagging. So like, for example, I can say, okay, show me all the blabs that are social media related. Or, okay. you know, like you could pick up to, I think it was three, three tags basically. Okay. So, you know, you have people that are saying, you know, they're doing, uh, hanging out business and social media or mm -hmm. news life and social media. Um, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that most people are using the social media tag just because, um, I'm just looking at what up, what's actually up here right now. I think a lot of people might be just trying to, to do that, to gain an audience. Right. You know, let me, let me put myself under this broad topic, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, kind of work off of that. But but that is actually where, like, I, you know, I have a, a, a ninja tip, I guess, here for everybody, which is, you know, if I'm on Blab uh, right now, because you link it to your Twitter account, they're using that mm -hmm. as your profile photo. Right. But you can go in and you can create a thumbnail for your show. And, ah. and I've actually done that for social chatter. And I okay. did that because, you know, yes, I, I don't mind having, you know, my uh, my business's icon up there or my face. But I mm -hmm. think that it helps you stand out a lot more. Right. Um, you know, granted it's only up there temporarily right now because it's up there. You have the show and then let's just say four other people joined throughout the blab. Mm -hmm. It will replace my image with my image and their image. And image. Oh, okay. so I see whatever those people have on their mm -hmm. account. So I look at it as this, I look at it as a great way to do pre-promotion and help your blab stand out mm -hmm. so that you can build a subscriber base. And then as you start to have more guests, they start, you know, the photos start to show up and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it really, at that point, like, you know, helps people um, put a name of the face there. Right. Well, and there is the quantity thing. You know, I'm, I'm looking through here right now and, and it's got 42 is watching one and 22 is watching another. And then you kind of go down and it looks like they're, they're almost listed by popularity because then pretty soon I'm you know down here and there's one person watching. So then I'm thinking, well, is it worth my time to, to watch it? So you want more people there, obviously. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you want to get more people there. And, you know, some of the ways that you can do that are, you know, in the pre-promotion. So mm -hmm. like one, it's, you know, it's taking little small steps here and there to help to make your blab stand out from others. So like, okay. for example, like I said a minute ago, you can upload an image for your show. You can only have one image, but mm -hmm. you know, I could upload, I could create a custom image, put it on my show. And that mm -hmm. way it will stand out from like all the different faces that are there. Um, cool. You know, and 
you know, and overall, I mean, you know, as far as numbers go, it really then comes down to how engaged your audience is on social. You know, if, if mm -hmm. I'm if I'm somebody who has a really large following, like, of course, like, you know, I'm going to probably hold a blab and, you know, and people are going to join it and like I'm going to get, you know, hundreds of people watching it. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the case of a lot of people, you know, they're, they're testing it out. So they might have, you know, 28 viewers and only five people watching it now. You know, like I said, it's like a revolving door. Right. So, you know, but I, I really don't think that's really much of an issue because I think that, you know, if you can get it, like if your show, like, for instance, is like this is where like you kind of have to look at your show and say, OK, am I doing things that, you know, people are finding interesting, you know, or, or my numbers like, you know, are they starting out really small and, hey, they're crescendoing into like, you know, hey, I've got 300 people viewing this at mm -hmm. any given time. Or is it, you know, hey, I've got like, you know. 300 people at the beginning and then, oh, all of a sudden, five, you know, 10 minutes later, it's down to zero. Like that should right. tell me that I need to make adjustments to my show. Yes. Either it's not, you know, you, you don't have good equipment or bad content or whatever. Right. Absolutely. You know, it, and I personally, I think it comes down to the content. I mean, there's a lot of people that are using it right now that, you know, they're trying to use it from a, a almost like an interview perspective. Like they're having, you mm -hmm. know, like you and I, for instance, could have done a blab as opposed to a podcast. Right. Yeah, I was just thinking that, especially since you could get an audio version, mm -hmm. you know, we could have actually done both ways. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And so that's where, like, I think that, you know, like, that's one angle that you could take with it. You know, mm -hmm. if your goal is to do that, like, for me, for instance, I started out with a weekly show dedicated mm -hmm. to just what's hot and what's new in social media for the week. My goal, though, is, you know, I, I don't I have no intentions at the moment of branching out beyond that because, mm -hmm. You know, yes, I could go do podcasts and things like that, but I know that they're going to take, you know, it, you know, it's fragmenting things. And so I'm going to work on something right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I determine that I need that additional thing, I will add that to the mix. But cool. you know, right now, that's what I'm doing it with. It. Now, one of the things you mentioned yeah. was that somebody could subscribe. Mm -hmm. What does that mean if somebody has subscribed to, say, your your social chatter? So somebody can subscribe. Basically, it's telling me how many people are going to watch that show. So, mm -hmm. for example, if I said, you know what, um, every Friday I'm going to have a, um, a show. It's going to be at, you know, X time. Um, when somebody subscribes, basically they are, you know, it's, a, it's almost like a, a measuring stick. You know, if somebody mm -hmm. says, oh, hey, there's, you know, 100 people subscribe to this. If I go on to Blab and I'm like, okay, cool, like, let me see what's coming up. And I see mm -hmm. one with 100 people. I'm like, well, hey, that actually might be really good to spend some time and watch because compared to the others – you know, they've got 100 and the other ones only have five, for instance. Right. So, you know, so that's that's basically what the subscribe option is. Now, that do does somebody get a notice that uh, because you can obviously schedule these? I mean, clearly they can just be where you start them and you're blabbing, but you can schedule it. So then would they get a notice that, you know, the next time for social chatter is Friday at, at 1 Eastern? You know, so then, oh, I really have to make sure that I pay attention to that. Um, so this is another. So this is like why I said at the beginning that there's really, you know, there are no rules to how you do things. So mm -hmm. what I've done with my show, there's no way, you know, and bottom line, there, there's no way to like say, okay, like let me uh, notify me. At least there's not a way I have, I've found notify me when there's a new episode. Uh, okay. No way to do that that I know of yet. Uh, mm -hmm. But this is what this is my approach. So my approach is this. I send out an email. Uh, I, mm -hmm. you know, it's almost, you know, a, a spontaneous thing. So I send out mm -hmm. an email, say on, you know, Fridays, maybe it's 30 minutes to an hour before the show. Hey guys, mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing this week's, you know, episode of social chatter. It's happening at this time. I give them a direct link to mm -hmm. join the, you know, to join the show. So that way if they mm -hmm. access it on their you know mobile device, um, if they're accessing it on their desktop, I basically give them a link. If they're on a right. desktop, we make it easy. Absolutely. They get the link directly to the show. Uh, mm -hmm. on their desktop. And then I'm, and then I also like to tell people, Hey, you know, if you are on mobile, you can access it through the mobile app. Here's where you can get it. It's a free app. Cool. So I try mm -hmm. to take, you know, all the guesswork out of it. Now on mm -hmm. top of that though, this is the other thing. So one, I'm leveraging my email list, but two, mm -hmm. I also am using a, uh, a tool where if somebody wants to be notified, I have a, an email list that I send them to it's where, oh. you know, if I'm putting together a new show, I can, um, email all those people that are, have said, Hey, you know what? Notify me when a new show is out. Send mm -hmm. something. Cool. Well, and, and obviously by doing that, you can also be posting on your other social media sites and, and, you know, giving them the link and telling them, you know, in 30 minutes, we're going to be doing this and all of those good things. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Well, and, and of course, the, the nice thing about that then is they can share that information or re, retweet it. I'm having a little trouble saying that today, retweeting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it, it does build that momentum. Right. You know, it, it then all at that point, once you have your blab scheduled or you create, you know, you create um, what your schedule is going to be for your show. Okay. You know, and once you create your schedule, it's then up to you to do the marketing, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, in like if you're doing it yourself. And of course, you know, you'll need to leverage your social channels, you mm-hmm. know, and try to, you know, uh, tap into some of your influencers that, you know, that you have on your channels. If you've got a co-host, for instance, um, you know, like I said, I, I work with someone else, uh, Vincent Orlek. So what we do is, you know, we both try to, you know, make sure that we're talking up our show. Hey, guys, you know, don't forget this week's episode of Social Chatters, you know, happening, you know, at 5 p.m. Um, here's the link that, you know, that you can go to to subscribe. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it then is about, you know, leveraging your personal connections, you know, to help, you know, further that, you know, uh, to help further your show. Right. Well, and I love the fact that you can save, you know, the, the video, you can save the audio, you've got all of those options. So, you know, if somebody's not sitting at their computer or with their phone or, or, you know, whatever, when you're live, mm-hmm. then they can watch basically at their leisure. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a cool feature. And now how does this differ from Mercat and Periscope and Google Hangouts? Because you know, everybody seems to be getting in this game, but Blab seems to be doing better. So why is it kind of taking over? Um, I think it's partly taking over because they're really like pushing the envelope with things. Cool. You know, I think a lot of the other tools, like when they came out, they only did certain things like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you could only, you know, shoot in, you know, portrait mode, for instance, or landscape mode, you know, and then all of a sudden they mm-hmm. had landscape, for instance. Right. You know, so I think that's part of the reason why. And then I think the other is really the ease of use. I mean, mm-hmm. it is so easy to start a Blab. I mean, right. I, I mean, there's a big purple button that says start a new blab. Right. It, it's like <laughs> you, you go there and, you know, and you're not bogged down in, well, you know, what do I title my show? Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, how what categories do I put in? Like, I got a list of 100 things like, it, you know, it's really just put in the title of your show, select, you know, the categories you want and put the time in that your show is. I mean, it's, nice. it's that simple. And, you know, and at that point it's created and you can go back and edit it if you need to. Mm-hmm. You know, so if like, hey, maybe you made a typo in the title, go back and change mm-hmm. it. You know, you want to change the time. Maybe you had a meeting pop up or something. You know, you can easily go and change that as well. It's not mm-hmm. like somebody's penciled into like a certain time. But I really think, right. I mean, the ease of use is just really probably, I think, one of the strong selling points. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and you mentioned the title because, you know, the, I'm looking at these here and, and it's it's basically the headline. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's what gathers people's attention. Right. I mean, like, you know, I'm looking at one that is what is Blab? How can you use it? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty explanatory as to exactly what I'm looking at. Then there's one, Just Killing Time. Hmm, probably not going to watch that one. And then we've got Farm Corn Harvest. (laughs) (laughs) And now if I were looking for that, that might actually work. But it is one of those things where you have to have thought about what's going to catch people's attention. Yeah, and, and I mean, it kind of goes back to like what I was saying earlier. Like, it's so flexible. Like, you can do mm-hmm. you can do anything you want with the show. I mean, it's you know, it's like if I if my goal is like if I'm in social media marketing, which I am obviously, mm-hmm. I can create something that is you know specific to you know my area. For example, right. let's say I'm into visual marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's about you know images and you know and design and things like that. Mm-hmm. I can create you know my topic strictly around visual marketing to help mm-hmm. myself stand out. Like if I've already got content that I've already talked about from that, you know, that's where I can really, you know, delve into some of that, you know, answer mm-hmm. things that, um, you know, answer things that are going to, you know, really like help me stand out more as an expert in that field. Um, you know, that's actually, I mean, that's another beautiful thing I think about just like just blab in general is, you know, you can use it as a way also to, I want to say like restrict yourself to mm-hmm. like, customers okay you know, so like yes like i can sit there and you know and i can and i'll elaborate this on this i guess so i can sit there and write all the content i want you know i can put videos out and things like that and a lot of times you don't ever really get a chance to meet who that author is right, right. and that's where like like i said like you don't have to make blab like the thing that you do but mm-hmm. you can make it a part of what you do so mm-hmm. i could say you know what once a week I'm going to make myself available on camera and the whole rest of the week, you know, you know that I'm writing and that I'm, you know, shooting videos and things like that. 
And, you know, and by doing a blab, for instance, um, that's going to give, you know, me a way of, in a way, almost creating this exclusivity mm-hmm. to where like, yes, I'm available, but only during this particular time. Cool. So, you know, th- that's where I think it also like, you know, I think it really can, um, you know, I, I think that's important really as a business owner. I think a lot of business owners need to really think about that because, mm-hmm. you know, we're all like, oh, like, let me go jump on this show. And, oh, somebody wants me to write for them. And, oh, somebody's asking me to do this. Like, I can do all that. But every time you say yes to something else, you know, you have to say no to something else. And Right. There's, there's only so many hours in the day. Absolutely. You know, and, and when you're doing something like that, where, like, you're starting to, like, limit yourself, you, you know, you could package up some of those things and put them together, for instance, into something else, um, mm-hmm. you know, so that way you're not spreading yourself too thin. Right. You know, and, and to me, that's one of the keys because we do only have so many hours in the day. And, and so, you know, however many times you can repackage what you've got, that's critical. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, a, I think that's one thing that a lot of people kind of overlook. They mm-hmm. think, you know what, I've got to create all this new content. I've got to create, you know, a blog post and, oh, like I'm going to, you know, and you have like, like I've literally got, I've got thousands of ideas of, you know, draft blog posts that I want to write. Obviously, I know I'm right. not going to be able to get to them. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is a way to like take some of those ideas and say, okay, what can I do now? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I hop on, you know, a blab and it's, you know, live streaming video, I got to know my topic. You know, mm-hmm. I got to jump on, I got to know my topic and, you know, and I'm not, you know, can't make anything up. You know, I'm right. there in front of whoever's following me. So, and so it's important that you're organized, right. you know, you've, you've got your notes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking about these five things, yes. you know, now the, the interesting part is people can be typing and, and asking questions. Mm-hmm. So they might get you a little sidetracked, but you do have to be prepared. You know, it's, it's like, you know, you're getting up and speaking before a whole bunch of people. This is not, and it's funny, you know, that the, the name for it is blab, but you're not just getting up there and blabbing in front of a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. You have to be pretty organized. And that's actually one thing that I did with the social chatter show. I had mm-hmm. somebody ask me this last week, um, somebody that works with uh, with Jay Bear. And mm-hmm. so they were, you know, they popped on to my blab, which was pretty awesome to have, you know, this yeah. on there. And, you know, and they were asking, well, hey, you know what, do you do any prep for your show? Because obviously, you know, I told you earlier, like it's it's fairly structured. I mean. You know, I have, you know, short opening. I then go right into each item. I then have a list of tools. I have a closing at the end. You know, I tell people about, you know, getting on to, in that case, you know, that um, that email newsletter to where I can notify mm-hmm. them about, you know, the next show. You know, I think that, like, that's how, like, I mean, anyone can do this. Like, you can shape your show into whatever you want it to be. And by mm-hmm. adding some of those little elements, I really think that it makes it come off a lot more polished than right. as opposed to saying, oh, hey, like, Hey, I got a couple minutes today. I'm going to start a blab and we're going to just talk about this, that, and what, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can do that, but you also run and you know, you run the risk a lot of times of your blab spiraling out of control. If you don't have a plan on what it's going to be about. Mm-hmm. And, and that's true of everything. I mean, if you said, Hey, you know what, I'm going to write a blog post and you have no idea on how long that blog post is going to be, or, you know, really like what's the one topic you're going to write about. You could write 10,000 words. Uh, you know, and get to the end and be like, well, that's way too long for this particular topic. I got to set it in 100, mm-hmm. you know, or 200 or whatnot. Right. Well, and to me, one of the most important things that you have to have is a clock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you're only going to speak for 30 minutes, it's it, then keep it to 30 minutes or even better, keep it to 25, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and but tell people, OK, if you've got questions, we're still going to continue and, and things like that. But, you know, it's that old adage when you're going to talk to an executive, you ask them for 20 minutes and then you only talk to them for 15 and they're they're impressed. Mm-hmm. But if they want to keep talking, OK, then then that's good. But, you know, it's uh, I do public speaking and. I see, you know, I see this all the time, both with me and with, you know, other people. You think you've talked for 10 minutes and it's 45, you know, and, and so it really is very important to keep either a, you know, a stopwatch that's going or a clock in front of you or something to really make sure that you are keeping to, to the time frame you set. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually giving a present, uh, presentation next week and be on a panel and, mm-hmm. you know, we were going over the requirements and it was like, Hey, you know what you have? X amount of time to give your presentation, mm-hmm. you know, and then you couple that together with all the other panelists and you're like, well, if the, you know, if the presentation is an hour long and each person gets say, you know, 10 minutes, then you got to factor in questions, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to factor in, Hey, you got a moderator start, you know, opening and closing. And it's like, well, Hey, I really need to keep to my, you know, 
10 to 15 minute presentation as opposed mm -hmm. to, you know, just rambling on and on and on about things. So. Right. And to me, it's a show of respect. Oh, you know, you're respecting the other people's time, whether it's another presenter or just the people who are participating. When you say, I'm going to do this for 10 minutes mm -hmm. and you keep it to 10 minutes, then you're showing that you do respect them. And so then they're going to want to come back. Right. And I have to say, it's been very difficult to manage my time on that. You know, I started out like when I first did, you know, I did the first episode of Social Chatter. I think we're up to like mm -hmm. episode five. You know, I do this every week. Mm -hmm. You know, I started out and I wanted to keep it to 30 minutes, but, you know, uh, we had a lot of topics, you know, you start to rotate guests in and out, you know, and things like that, like that 30 minutes spiraled into, you know, an hour and a half. You know, mm -hmm. I did, I think I did better the next couple of weeks, you know, when I was really adamant, you know, up front, Hey guys, I'm going to try to keep this at 30 minutes, you know? And then obviously last week, you know, it went a lot longer, but you know, it's one of those things that I think over time, you have to work to kind of shape it into the show you want. Right. And and it's not a bad thing yeah. if it starts going over, if that's what people are wanting. You know, if they're submitting questions and they're engaging, then that's totally different. You know, if, if you're just still talking and blabbing right. and, you know, nobody's engaged, well, then you need to shut mm -hmm. up. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, and I, um, you know, and I, like if people start talking in a conversation and, you know, it goes kind of off topic. I mean, it's almost like you, you're a moderator in a way, too, because, right. you know, it's your show. I mean, remember, it's your show. You know, mm -hmm. you control kind of, you know, you kind of set the ground rules. But at the mm -hmm. same time, you also need to make sure you give people, you know, uh, a little flexibility, you know, to kind of, you know, venture off topic a little bit. But, you know, right. try to get back on topic because, you know, you don't want to be too controlling on that. Mm hmm. Well, and obviously it depends on, on what you're talking about. If it's a, a new product, mm -hmm. then you only want to talk about that product. Right. But, you know, at the same point, at, at the end, hopefully one of the questions that people ask is, what else have you got coming mm -hmm. out? Um, you know, and, and then the, the nice thing is hopefully you're saying, well, we'll talk about that on a future blab, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and to just really keep them coming back for more. Yeah. And I think also the other thing that, you know, kind of um, what I think is important also about that there is, for example, like, Every week I mention, you know, three to five tools that mm -hmm. I think are valuable for viewers. Well, I have a ton of tools in my toolbox, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm so I'm not giving you every tool. So, like, if I'm finding things on, you know, if I'm finding things like throughout the week, you know, and I'm, I try to put those on a list. And then, mm -hmm. you know, right before the show, I'm like, OK, well, you know what? We've got, you know, like I think it was last week. I think we had five to ten new items on social media. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. And then obviously I'm trying to squeeze three to five tools in there. Like that's a lot. So, okay, well let me weed out that and only mm -hmm. give you the important things. You know, yes, I'll right. briefly mention something if mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, it's important, but there's obviously more pressing things like IE, mm -hmm. Hey, Instagram opened, you know, Instagram ads one week. And then the following mm -hmm. week they added them to Facebook pages. So mm -hmm. that way, you know, they're, they're building on the progression. Well, okay. That's a pretty important topic. Right. You know, another topic, though, that came up was uh, Dropbox added a new feature to let you see who was actually editing a document while you were viewing it. Ah. It's like, OK, cool. Very similar to, you know, what Google Docs. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, doesn't really deserve like more than, you know, 30 seconds of time. Right. Mm -hmm. So in a way, it goes back to the whole respect thing. You're respecting your audience by, you know, giving them uh, the most important pieces. You know, you can use some of that other stuff you know, in a future show or you can put it in the mm -hmm. show notes. You know, hey, we briefly touched touched on this topic, but at the same time, you know, like, hey, you know, if you want to read more about it, you can go here. So, mm -hmm. you know, that way I'm giving you, you know, the important things versus just giving you everything, um, you know, the things that may not be important. Right. So. Well, kind of along that same line. Facebook has been coming out with some new features. Of course, they come out with new stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. But some of you know some of the newer things that they've come out with. You know, talk about Facebook and, and the mobile app because they have been really trying to make it easier for businesses to use their Facebook page on a mobile phone. So talk some about that to, to really let us know what's going on there. So that's actually a this is a feature I've kind of been hoping they would get to for a number of years. So mm -hmm. everybody knows when Facebook started Facebook pages, you could not access 
a lot of the features that were on a Facebook page on a mobile right. device. Mm -hmm. You know, you couldn't access like like if you had landing page tabs and those sorts of things, you had to use like a third party tool and then you couldn't access the tab. So you had to have a link that would, you know, make it mobile responsive so you could view it. Well, now they're finally getting around to giving you options on Facebook pages on mobile where cool. if I'm a retailer, for instance, I can list products and have mm -hmm. them available on the Facebook page app. Nice. If I'm a product and services company, I can also do the same thing there. So they're basically trying to build out specific pages based on the category that your page is in uh, mm -hmm. to let you uh, better connect with your customers and to, you know, to help you give your customers what they need. So like if I'm a retailer, I could have a, you know, a list of the products I offer. If I'm, you know, a, a service provider, I could have, you know, access to that uh, if I'm a fan of their page, for instance. So mm -hmm. that way I can access all this on mobile. So uh, overall, I mean, I'm really, really, really excited about the direction they're headed. You know, those are just a couple of the ones they're starting out with. They say they're going to branch out and uh, build additional ones. So mm -hmm. I'm very concerned with how this is going to actually impact, uh, you know, landing page companies. You know, people that, right. you know, their market is, you know, we're building landing page uh, tab or helping you build landing page tabs. Because you know, mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of companies out there right now, and I think you know a few years ago when Facebook started to make some of that shift, I think a lot of them kind of took notice and started to say, well, we need to build this outside of just for Facebook, and a chance mm -hmm. that Facebook got rid of this. Um, I'm wondering if that's kind of the direction they're headed right now, because uh, you know this is I think is a really big uh, change, most right. Facebook page users. Well, and you know of course Facebook's goal, <coughs> excuse me, is that you never leave Facebook right. mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? and, and that's why they've kind of changed some of the, the video settings, you know, for a long time, we of course would uh, link somebody off to YouTube and now you get the question, do you really want to do that? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and so you can upload video straight in there mm -hmm. and, and you know, at least they finally caught on to the fact that I don't, you know, I don't mind it auto playing. I just don't want the sound, right. <laughs> you know, cause I might be you know watching a video someplace. I'm not supposed to be watching a video, but you know, I think Facebook really is more and more trying to get around those third-party apps and, and all of those things because they don't want you to, to think, well, okay, this, this page is talking about they've got this product. Well, then I'm going to have to go, you know, I'm going to have to leave the app on my phone and, you know, and, and go to their internet page mm -hmm. or whatever it is. You know, they want to keep you there. Yeah, I mean, they absolutely want to keep you on their website. You know, they're, they're starting to, part of the reason why, like, if you upload, say, native video, Mm -hmm. You know, when you do something like that, I mean, that that in a way is, you know, part of the reason, you know, why people are staying on their site more. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they're giving you almost like better, better reach, better placement, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, is obviously what most people want. Like, well, hey, you right. know, what? if Facebook's going to give me, uh, you know, better reach, for instance, because I uploaded something to their site, you know, one, mm -hmm. I'm appeasing Facebook and two, um, you know, hey, they're going to sort of in a way reward me. You know, they're also I think um, I think it was this week they're talking about. Uh, trying to get people to use Facebook as their you know, their main uh, what's the word? Um, I want to say platform in a way because right. they want people to stay on Facebook, not even go to a website. So they want your Facebook page mm -hmm. in a way to be a destination. Right. You know, they're adding um, they're adding notes. You know, they're they're really upping their game with like with notes on Facebook. They're trying to do this thing mm -hmm. with the mobile app, so it's easy for people to buy and shop. Which in mm -hmm. a way, I do like the fact that you know if I'm on a mobile app. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to go to somebody's website. I mean, it's very, it can be very confusing and tricky trying to shop through a, a right. website. You know, if the website's not built properly, mm -hmm. you know, if it's just too cumbersome to use, mm -hmm. you know, like I, if it's as simple as let me view what you, you know, it's up to the business owner. Well, what do you think would sell best on Facebook? I think is the approach I would take, you mm -hmm. know. I identify what it is I want to buy and, you know, and somehow there's, you know, a, a seamless payment, whether it's, you know, if it's Apple pay or if it's Google's, you know, if it's Google's product or mm -hmm. Samsung, what's it? Samsung pay, you know, mm -hmm. if it's one of those tools where, Hey, maybe you can pull my, you know, payment information from my phone, that would be awesome. Or right. if it's using some of the payment that I've already set up in Facebook, I mean, that's a seamless transaction. Like that's a lot less time that I have to spend, you know, uh, trying to check out a business, uh, trying to check out on a business's website or sending an email because I had an issue or something, you know. Mm -hmm. So if they're trying to simplify it, I like the idea of that. Right. 
Well, speaking of like, mm-hmm. one of the things that, that Facebook announced a couple of days ago, and it's one of these things that you see people asking for all of the time, yeah. is the dislike button. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I, you know, I actually saw an uproar. People were saying, oh, that's a bad idea. And I thought, huh? <laughs> and, and it's one of those things that I think people need, you know, and, and it's, it's more along the lines of, say someone posts that their mother passed away. Right. You want to show your support, but clicking the like button just doesn't seem right. Um, you know, and, and or it could be that you, you, you truly do dislike a post. So maybe somebody posted something about a political thing and, and you dislike it. So it's, it's kind of surprised me that it's taken Facebook this long to have a dislike button. I think that I completely agree with you, by the way, depending on what the nature of the content is. You know, I feel bad, for instance, clicking like on something. You know, that is like a very, you know, sad or depressing event. Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, it, it gives off that like that connotation of like, yes, you know what? Hey, oh, I'm glad that that happened. It's like, no, I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But you didn't really give me a choice to do this. You know, you right. know it's either I like it or I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see it where, you know, and you've probably seen this on the web. I mean, a lot of people are talking about like how the, you know, well, it's not really a dislike button. And then there's stuff coming out about, you know, they've got different patents on for instance, it could be different levels of a smiley face. So it could be a mm-hmm. smiley face, you know, all the way to a neutral face to, you know, a, a frown, you know, to somebody mm-hmm. crying potentially, you know, those sorts of things. And I think that that is actually a really great approach to take because it mm-hmm. lets me express my, you know, um, my emotions. Mm-hmm. And then I'd love to see on top of that, you know, if there was a way to uh, filter some of that content as well. So almost like if I gave something a, uh, a frown as opposed to a smile. Mm-hmm. If they could almost use that in a way like put, you know, let's take the topic that they're talking about, combine mm-hmm. it with the type of face that somebody's using and use that to, for instance, improve the quality of the content that comes through in the newsfeed. Right. You know, almost like I'm actually helping Facebook, you know, move things up and down in my newsfeed based on, you know, what's there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can even get into probably sent- sentiment analysis as well. I'm guessing you know, if I am, you know, if I'm constantly like, um, maybe I'm talking about something that's very positive that day, and then there's some negative stuff that shows up, maybe Facebook might alter that, for instance, and mm-hmm. show me more positive things, because, hey, you know, right. they don't want me to be in a bad mood. Well, and I would love it if it was a filter. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I could go through all of the political posts that are happening 24-7, 365, I mean, you know, there is there is no political season anymore. If I could just start clicking dislike and then oh, it stopped showing me those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, I love that. I would think that is a, a fabulous idea. It'd be really cool, actually, to be able to do a dislike button on that and then maybe mm-hmm. to be able to say dislike until. So, like, right. for example, you could get it, you know, after the season is over, for instance, hey, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you can show me this again, like, you know, in right. three months or six months or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, that way, that way it also, you know, like, I mean, you can even tie it into like holiday posts and things like that, you know. Oh, there's too many posts about Thanksgiving or too many posts about Christmas. Like, you right. know, oh, let me let me mute that in a way, almost like mute the post for right. a certain amount of time. And I know you can mute content, but mute it in a way of like, you know, saying, OK, take everything I talk about and mute some of it. Mm hmm. Well, and, you know, that happens a lot of times when things are trending, Mm -hmm. where it just reaches a point where you don't want to see it anymore, even if you do like it. You know, it's just like, okay, enough. (laughs) You know, there's only so much of this post I can see. And then what happens is I leave Facebook. You know, it's it's one of those where I just turn it off because I I don't want to see that anymore. Positive, negative, whatever it is, I'm just over it and I don't want to see it anymore. Either that or, you know, the other thing that could be happening is... Because you've started to engage with that particular piece of content, you go back onto Facebook. I know they want to keep you on the site. Right. You know, if I go and engage with some content and I go back in and I all of a sudden see the same content again, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's like, oh, you know, I'm questioning it. Well, like, oh, did I already see that? That looks very familiar, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would love, though, to have the ability to filter it, you know, to filter the news feed and to make it, um, you know, I think better. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think it's really that bad now. I, I honestly, I, I don't know how much content I miss because it doesn't show up, you know, but mm-hmm. I love to see like something like that, you know, um, heck they could almost, maybe they do like a, like a slot machine or, you know, or something like that or roulette. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Uh, like almost like, you know, how you go to Google and it's like, I'm feeling lucky, like for a search result. Right. Maybe you could uh-huh. do something fun like that. Like, you know, 
uh, what's your mood today? And like based on the mood I give you, you mm-hmm. can determine based on maybe how the posts are, you know, organized, um, what type of content I see. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, studies have shown that if you're only looking at depressing posts, then it starts to, to take your mood down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and same thing with if you're looking at very positive posts, maybe you weren't having a good day, but you know what? Some of those cute little kitten videos are just going to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it, it is interesting to watch Facebook evolve because, you know, I, I laugh that, you know, it's the, the, the 20 somethings and the 30 somethings who forget that it's the, the <clears throat> somethings of us that are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, are really using it. And I don't want to see some of these things. And, and they, you know, but then they're like, well, you haven't, you haven't interacted with that page recently. So clearly you didn't care about it. So we're not going to show you anymore. Well, just because I didn't interact with it doesn't mean I don't still want to see it, but I might not want to click like, or I might not want to comment for, you know, whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's so to, and, you know, granted, there are ways to be able to make things show, mm-hmm. but it is something where I think they're more and more figuring out people want to truly customize the experience. Yeah, they want to be able to curate in a way their own content. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and I do that with lists. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain people, you know, I, I have what I just, you know, for lack of any better term, I call it my special list. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that I want to see their posts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're just, you know, whether it's a business acquaintance or whoever. And then I have a list that is just my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I always want to be able to see them. And, and, you know, you can do that with all sorts of other things. But it is something that I think people really need to understand how to do because that's what I see. I actually saw this today. Somebody posted on Facebook. I am, I am taking time out from Facebook because it's only showing me stuff I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, so Facebook just lost that person. You know, it could be one of those things where they never come back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the thing though, like, I mean, list there, I love that feature. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it does take a little bit of time to set up, Right. And I would probably start, you know, if I'm a, you know, if I'm a Facebook user and I've not ventured in a list yet, I would mm-hmm. start off by, you know, creating, like you said, create one for your family. That way, you know, this also is a time management thing. Like if you spend, you know, too much time on Facebook, I mean, you'll, you'll spend your entire day just looking at the newsfeed, like right. create a list, put your family on it. And once your mm-hmm. family's on that list, all you've got to do the next time you go to Facebook, whether it's on mobile, desktop, wherever, is mm-hmm. go right to that list and look at the posts are there. Like, and you can yep. keep that list really small. You can even narrow it down to like, you know, three to five people, for instance, mm-hmm. you could do one for close friends. I do one, for instance, for Facebook pages that I like to follow. Um, right. For example, I do a lot of video editing. So I have mm-hmm. one for Final Cut Pro and ah. you know, that's an Apple uh, product, video editing product, video editing suite. But I put mm-hmm. a lot of the, you know, accounts that I like to follow on there. So I don't have to like sift through my newsfeed. If I mm-hmm. know like, Hey, they got a new product coming out or something. I can go look at that list and I'm not mm-hmm. wasting any of my time going through the actual newsfeed. Right. You know, it, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a powerful feature that I think is um, underutilized. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Christian, huh? Holy cow. We are up at the, the, almost out of time. So one last time, actually for the first time, tell people how they find you and connect with you online. Great. So the best way to connect with me, if you're on Twitter you can follow me at C-K-R-O-K-S. I'm also on Twitter at Social Chefs. That's S-O-C-I-A-L-C-H-E-F-S. And if you want to check out my website, I've got two websites. I've got ChristianKOnline.com. That website you know, started out mainly as a site about social media tips and tutorials. Uh, I mm-hmm. like to branch out to that and talk a lot about gadgets, how you can implement some of the technology into some of, you know, these different facets of marketing. For example, you know, Hey, how can I use my Apple watch and you know, how can it help me with social media or, you Mm -hmm. know, what are some of the, you know, the cool features that I need to know about Apple watch, you know, not, you know, outside from like, Oh, Hey, you know what? I can check my email and Hey, tell me (laughs) my, you know, activity um, tracker. Uh, Aside from that, I also have a second blog. It is socialchefs.com. And there you're basically going to find a lot of uh, tips and tutorials on, you know, on um, social media related to like specific mm-hmm. industries. And then as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're on Blab at blab.im slash social chefs. And you'll be able to see any uh, past episodes of the Social Chatter weekly social media show that I do. 
Um, and I'd love to see, you know, everyone there. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I think we need to make this like a, a once a quarter, or at least every once every six month thing, because there are cool new tools that come up. And so I'd love to have you back on so that we can just talk about what's new. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on this episode. Perfect. Well, again, I have been chatting with Christian Karasevich. I'm Deb Creer. And to everyone out there, have an absolutely fabulous day. Thanks for listening to Deb Career, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques, and trends for using social media. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.